It's Luke and Naomi. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Happy episode 34. 34. Episode, that's like your favorite number, right? It is. Episode 34. Uh, it we, is one of my favorite numbers, yes. It's a it's a good number. I yeah. can think of tons of sports guys, you know. Of course. Good 34s. That's, that's where I go with numbers. Sports? Absolutely. I just go with how often I see that number. 34 seems to come up a lot. So all of a sudden now I like it, apparently. I mean, my favorite athletes and then, uh, you know, the very limited amount of numbers I've worn for sports over the years and stuff like that. It's a small number. It is a very limited uh, number. Yes. Yeah. If they uh, if they gave me a number for my bowling jersey. Then you'd have a few more. In the beer league. Yeah. Then I would have had or golf. There you go, yeah. <laughs> That's what you need to do. The next time you go golfing, have that polo shirt, but just have, like, numbers. When, hey, if they give them to stupid referees, then uh, I can have one. There you go. All right. All right. Happy episode 34. We didn't even start and we're already uh, into it. I like it. I yeah. like it. Uh, Super Bowl next this Sunday. Yeah. It would be the next Sunday that we will experience. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that is correct. I, you know, you get thinking about that, and it's weird. Next Sunday, this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not last Sunday, that would suck. I, I wouldn't be happy about missing it. Anyway, looking forward to it. It'll be my first Super Bowl since, and I don't know the exact year. I want to say 1995, but around there. It was the Niners versus the Chargers. Okay. The last time that I was away from my own television my own home for yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll which be, is crazy. We'll be going to our, our friend's uh, place this weekend. Yeah. Tom just makes some really good food, you know. I can't... Tom and Jen, I mean, they're so awesome. Yeah. They take care of us. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, it'll be weird. It will be, but, but you'll be, be awesome. okay. Yeah. Uh, the worst part is that he's an Eagles fan, so uh oh. hopefully I get to stick around and watch him pretend he doesn't care at the end. Oh, you think so? I you think so. that's how that's going to go down? No. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, just hope, prepared for the worst, hoping for the best. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all. So okay. uh, it just, you know, weird, though, that's 95, was oh, 15. So that's, I, I lost count already. It's not 30 years, but uh, it's close. It's a long time. Yeah, it is. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy to think of. Um, and, of course, Super Bowl Monday, I'll have to work. Yes. Which is just terrible. So once again, if you've, uh, if you're with us around the Super Bowl time at all, you've heard me rail for super monday yeah uh, federal holiday however yeah. you want to put it but uh yeah so i'm i'm calling for that again find a petition get get uh, i think get you're your out of i think you're out of time for this year you may get some like movement for next year well, but also by the time the middle of the year hits everybody forgets about it anyway for, you know yeah we gotta start this in like may somebody remind me in may gang and and you know maybe so, i'll uh, well, hang on somebody remind you in may <laughs> yeah you can't even keep up with putting for our next topic year. up for the next week that's why remind me in may hopefully by september i'll remember to get it uh you know, petition together. Oh my goodness! Then we'll get that going. No. We can get a thousand or a hundred thousand of us easy. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, know? you just gotta start somewhere. That's you right. know. But uh, you know, everybody's tired and hungover. It's I, even people who don't watch football watch the Super Bowl. We'll go somewhere, do something, stay up. What you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody, of course. There's there's a ton, but still, a lot of people watch the damn Super Bowl. So why not? You know, lean into it. Give us the day off. 
all of that stuff. Uh, unproductive and all of that. You know, we've every year, the same stats I give where we're just, we're unproductive. Nobody wants to work. Yeah. People take it off anyway. A whole nine yards. So a place in New Jersey that's right near Philly, it's a school district. They're giving the kids a two-hour delay. That's smart. They're starting on that's a... That's so a, smart. Yeah. I bet you all the parents... Well, I can't say all the parents are happy, but a bunch of them probably are. You probably have a handful that are like, this is actually going to disrupt my day now. Yeah, you right. know, if they have to drive their kids to school or whatnot. Well, but maybe still. it'll be an excuse for them to stay home too, you know. So they're doing it. Uh, the superintendent said we feel it's important to give students and staff. This is, you know, that's probably secretly why... Yes. They're doing it just because of the staff, but to give them the opportunity to enjoy the game with their families and still attend school and work the next day safely and well rested. I love it. Uh, two politicians also, meanwhile, in Tennessee, just introduced a bill last Wednesday to make it a state holiday instead of Columbus Day. Then they reverse course. They want to keep Columbus Day and just add Super Bowl Monday. I like the idea of adding it because extra days off. Extra. Sure. Um, I was talking to a guy at work today. And he says, why not just move President's Day to whatever Monday is after the Super Bowl? And, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You know, and, and he, you know, he's a smart guy. He says, put it there and do basically like we do Labor Day. You know, uh, Labor Day is a big deal, but it's the first Monday of the month or yes. some junk like yes. that, right? It's the first Monday of September. And even Thanksgiving isn't a set actual same day every year. You know, we all adjust accordingly and we know, you know, we have plenty of time and all of that stuff. So, you know, you know when the Super Bowl is going to be. And so I'm here you know, for it. Yeah, it's not yeah. a bad idea at all. President's Day is that day. We're just yeah. adjusting to the NFL. Yeah. As opposed fine. to anything else. But still, it's not a bad idea, is it? No. I, you know, we need to get there. We need to get there. Let's go. Uh, let's go Tennessee, Bill. Hopefully they make Super Bowl a holiday. We get it started. Get Somebody's got to gotta start it to get, get it, it to moving. the federal level and uh, make the Super Bowl. Oh man, it, it would just be awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, we watched a couple of things this weekend. Of course, we watched a lot of stuff this weekend. Yeah, we did pretty good. We did. Yeah. We did real good. We we had a very productive weekend overall. But of course, we watched our our uh, movie review. We watched uh, Rain Man. We'll get to that in a little bit. We caught up on The Last of Us. That we did. Uh, well, actually, we didn't catch up because there's a new episode that just came out last night. But we caught up on the two that we hadn't seen yet. Correct. The one with Ron Swanson in it and all that stuff. Yeah. Super good. Yes. So, I mean, that one was sad. But the, the show is super good so far. Like, I'm super blown away. I'm happy with it. Um, the whole zombie end of the world kind of... Well, so science fiction end of the world where like the asteroid is coming to wipe us all out and all that kind of stuff i've always been intrigued by or like the day after tomorrow with the crazy storms and all that um zombie not as much like there are some of those movies that i like but there are so many different takes on the whole zombie thing that i've you know right lost interest yeah well I'm, this you know, has it peaked, can get old this has piqued my interest back up because i like what they have done i like the take that they're doing um and also just uh, the story it's it's got me so far so we'll see the uh the actors are pretty good there yeah absolutely uh, really enjoying watching the dynamic form between the two leads 
Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so also, besides that, we caught up on that Friday night, and then afterwards we needed, you know, something to put on the TV to just kind of hang out, and I ended up putting on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, my goodness. The classic. The classic from 1990, I think. Or did we say it was 89? I can't remember. I don't know. It's right around there, though. Christina Applegate, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. That's about that it. That movie is just... It's so weird. It's a and guilty pleasure movie for sure. For you. For me. I just, with that being gone, I'm just like, no, like, I don't need to see this. So, uh, you know, it's probably the most you've paid attention to that whole movie ever. Yes. And I have seen You Have It On quite a few times where it's just kind of background noise to what we're doing. Um, and I'll catch like a, a glimpse of it here or there. But this time we were actually like, lounging on the couch so i did pay attention to it more than i ever have and i just remember by the end of it just being like i'm done with this i am so just no all right so uh you probably don't want to run through your review questions that i keep on a list in my phone. oh gosh no no, no so, not with that movie i absolutely love dishes are done man the kids shooting the dishes off the roof because you know that's a thing yeah very that, heavy on the gen x that and just that punk rock Kids being so misbehaving yeah. and uh, the one kid's just a thief, just a yes, thief. like straight up just steal stuff and that's okay. No, yeah. and like nobody listens to mom while she's there. Like, why did she even get a babysitter to begin with? For like, real. you know, they don't listen to you. You think they're gonna listen to a babysitter? <laughs> and in the end, it doesn't matter because the babysitter's dead. Just a a total spoiler, a total ridiculous ridiculous just, it was it, it, it's so much fun it's just so unprobable you know yeah like it it's not believable like hey i'm going to apply for this job and i'm not going to show anyone my driver's license or any of that kind of stuff and all of a, all of a sudden land this great career and has <laughs> no idea what she's she would have been fired on day one like i get the idea that there are people who are um, shouldn't be in the position that they are in yeah that they are underqualified <laughs> she didn't even know the first thing of what she was doing she couldn't even hey, turn on the dang computer what did i say fake it till you make it yeah, no, no, she would have lost and that I mean, job. You know, getting the job without without anybody looking at anything like that was a total like situation uh, for a while in American history. Where it was like, oh, you're George. All right, cool. Come on in. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, no references. No, you didn't look at. The well, thing she did. Go- she had references. Uh, she had just copied them from whatever book she was using. So they looked at him and was like, oh, cool. She put them down. But you know, and that's where I. I I've had jobs do that to me where I put references down there and call them. That's the thing. I've had a few jobs call them, and then I hear about it later. Hey, I got called about a somebody who was planning on hiring you or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you say anything good? Arguing the merits of a, the hiring practices of a fake company I know. in a 30-year-old movie. I know. But there were so many things with that movie where <laughs> I'm just like... They're great. It's so stupid. No. The whole movie. And there's like... Three or four maybe realistic things in the movie, but other yeah. than that, no. But it's it's very um, late '80s, early '90s nostalgic, though. Very oh, heavy on yeah. that. Oh yeah, so my goodness. If you want to get you know get a throwback to that furniture, you know the kitchen, the chairs in the kitchen. I'm pretty sure my mom had, or my grandmother had, or every single person I knew at the time had. I have to say, I did like how much of a mess the house was. I felt like that was really believable because like 
in so many movies now, it's like the kitchen is perfect and mom or dad or both make this great meal for their kids before they go to school. And it was like, that was never the case. And we all know it. Mom was either at work or still sleeping and you just fended for yourself. They did. They did a montage after the mother left and after the babysitter dies. So Christina Applegate's, you know, kind of running when she's got the new job now. She gets up and they do a montage of her getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's talking to her siblings and it's like, what do you want for breakfast? It's like, hold on. What time is it? You've been up for six hours according yeah. to this montage. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I, that's just movie magic fun. But uh, so uh, not a big, not a big uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead fan then. No, um, that's definitely one I don't need to see again. Oh, you are gonna. I know. I know. That's There's just, nothing I can do about that that's, one. <laughs> everybody's got a list. It's just the the ridiculous, terrible movies that you will just watch again and again. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That one. And, oh, man, I have so many. Just so many. I love it. All right. Uh, we also played a little bit of uh, the new card game. Yeah. That was... We've been waiting to get the time. Two-person card game, you know, one-on-one. And it's called Taco Cat, spelled backwards. Right. From the makers of Exploding Kittens. Exploding Kittens. Yes. So, you know, it's a spin off. And it was cool. It's almost like It was like, a lot of fun. It's almost like uh it's got some backgammon elements to it. It reminds me a lot of a more advanced version of the card game war that you would play yeah, yeah. with your, you know, brothers and sisters to just pass the time and whatnot. And like a hundred percent. This is a lot like that and just more rules. Yeah, it's it's super cool, and it's it's all self-contained in this one very small box. You open it up, you get everything you need. It's which boom. is awesome. Yeah. Any any um game that does that for me already gets brownie points <laughs> because there's nothing worse than it's like okay, fold out this board, then you got these cards. Let's talk Monopoly. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. like here's all this money. You have to have three different decks of cards, yeah. uh, eleven different set pieces, plus your game piece that you have to move around now. Yeah, this, no. It all fits in this little box. You open it up, and it's all there. That and uh, nice. we did the puzzle my mom gave us for Christmas, too. That's right. Uh, Luke's mom had a puzzle made, and it's a picture of Luke and I at a wedding, at Luke's cousin's wedding over the uh, summer. Fall. Fall. October. Fall. It feels uh, like summer to us. It was very hot that day, so it felt like summer. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so she had a made this you know picture puzzle whatnot so we built the puzzle it did was, it in an hour it was a lot of fun an hour and six minutes that's right and do I'm, you want to tell everyone how many pieces it was i was gonna skip right over that but it wasn't a thousand let me tell you that it was a lot smaller 250 pieces yeah so there i don't i feel like that's bad that it took <laughs> us an hour to do it i think it was great because we weren't like rushing to get it done we were just focusing on doing it you know i don't know i was trying to hurry all right i guess that's bad then. <laughs> but so we're gonna get the whole uh, puzzle glue and put that on it and frame yeah. it and all that stuff so we'll have to put it back together so we're gonna see if we can beat 66 minutes we'll see we'll see we'll get to 64 that'll be fun yeah what do you think all right uh yeah so check out taco cat too if if you see it and store shelves or what have you it's a really fun game you can you know two people really quick lots of fun i love that yeah all right uh let's get on to the rando facts 
your weekly dose of Did You Know? Uh, Grammys were last night, as of today, this is Monday when we're recording, so Grammys, oh, wow. Grammys were last night. Uh, Beyonce has a career total of 88 Grammy noms, tied with Jay-Z, if you don't know, he's her husband. Yeah. I don't know why they would include that in here. I'm mm. pretty sure most people know that. Uh, but they're tied for the most received by any artist in the history of the Grammys. I can't believe the Grammys were yesterday. And I think it's because we watch so much like streaming and all that. I remember seeing like one ad yeah. for the Grammys. Like They must not have been on NBC, eh, I guess. I don't uh, know. Or the, we didn't turn on Peacock that much. Yeah. Like, I guess. I guess a bonus did you know Beyonce won four Grammys last night, which was enough to break the record for most wins of all time. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Did you know Pizza Hut uses 3% of all the cheese produced in the United States? I did not know that. Shout out to Leprino cheese. Yeah. Down in New New Mexico. Yeah. We had a secret tour. Are we even allowed to mention that we toured the facility? I think you can. It was so very heavily guarded. It really was. Industry like that was secrets. Yeah, that was an awesome tour, especially on the idea of like how much we could not see, you know, just because they were worried about people finding out their cheese secrets. Yeah. But it was cool. And we got a bunch of free stuff, which was awesome. We got a bunch of free cheese, a bunch of that free too. candy, uh, a couple of cutting boards, some others. It was fun. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Uh, let's see here. Did you know there are eight Hawaiian islands, but you can't visit two of them? Nope, didn't know that. One is a nature reserve that used to be a military test site. And one, according to this, is privately owned by a family that rarely allows visitors. Oh, to be that rich. Oh, I know it. No, this is my private island. But it's not just a random private island. It's a Hawaiian my private island. My hopes are that it's a, uh, it's a Hawaiian family that owns it. And it's just like, just kind of stay over there. It's good to hope for things like that. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where did we go here? Did you know Jenga means to build in Swahili? No, but okay. The woman who invented the game was born in Ghana, where they speak Swahili, and came up with it uh, when she lived there, and she wouldn't let Hasbro change the name when they bought it from her. All right. Very cool. And finally, did you know the guy who created Sherlock Holmes, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, was friends with Harry Houdini, the famous uh, illusionist? That's cool. It is, yeah. but they wound up hating each other after they got in a fight over whether Houdini had magical powers. But here's the twist. The fight was that Houdini said he didn't have magical powers, but Arthur Conan Doyle swore that he did. Hmm. Sad to lose a friendship over that, <laughs> but maybe it wasn't that strong to begin with. Yeah, I guess so. What an interesting uh, factoid from two of history's more famous names. Good one to end on. That is your daily dose of Did You Know? Some random facts. Uh, your weekly dose of Did You Know? My bad. Some random facts for your week. Give yeah. yourself right off there. Yeah, How about you did. That? All right. Um, so our continuing journey into the world of artificial intelligence being everywhere and smart products and smart... Do you know where I'm going with this? Have you no, seen this I headline don't. at all? And uh, you know how I feel about technology being everywhere and all that. So uh, that's why I'm looking at you all crazy. So first of all, because I'm thinking of it now, I have seen... And I had a, a story saved that I was going to talk about weeks ago that I totally forgot. But um, 
I believe it's the people who make the ring doorbells. Yeah. They had the Consumer Electronics Expo recently. Okay. And the people who make the ring doorbells debuted a flying drone that patrols your house. I think we did talk about did this. Did we talk about this? So I don't remember. It, but um, I remember hearing about this. So I think that this is where we would talk about it. So it's... I'm trying to think of this of a good size of the thing. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. I'm not having a drone fly around my house to patrol it. I mean, no. It is, um, it, you know, if you're if you already have a Roomba though, and you're down with that, why not throw a camera on there and make sure? I don't know anything, you know, make sure anything. I, uh, we this is a slippery slope here. Can I just put like cameras in the corners of the rooms? Just have it point to the main part of the room. That's all I need. I don't need something flying around. Just patrol it. You know, next thing you know, there's little laser cannons on it. It's beeping when it goes off. Beep, 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 intruder. That'd be crazy. Oh, my goodness. I'd be, like, freaking out. I just, Follow you around like a Star Wars droid. Now I'm talking myself into it. Oh, my gosh, no. It'd be awesome. Anyway, that's the thing. But what we're talking about is uh, one of the technologies that seems totally unnecessary if you have any sense at all. Like dishwasher technology? Yeah, probably. But it would be... I, I'm, I'm waffling here before I even reveal. It actually might be cool if it was mainstream and super affordable. Okay. Scientists from Penn State University have created a smart diaper. Uh... <laughs> okay. So it's Go a, on. It contains a built-in sensor that sends parents a push notification on their phone. Oh, so your phone can go off to let you know to change a diaper. Which is an alert if, if you don't know what a push notification is by now. Uh, yeah, when your, di- when your child's diaper needs to be changed. Not only that, it can provide levels of dirtiness. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm going to ignore this one and have the husband take care of it because it says uh, it's a level three. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, ranging from this will be quick to hazmat suit. <laughs> uh to you're going to need a shower after this one. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, just get in the shower with the kid at this point. I think this is a bad idea. Uh, the, they're made of paper and include some, like, salt, graphite, a circuit board, and a tiny lithium battery. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely against this one. Once it gets wet, the graphite reacts with the liquid and sodium chloride, and it's absorbed by the paper. The electrons will set off a sensor. They're still in the development stage, so... You know, maybe around the time you get the floating drone, you can get the e-diapers. No. It's a part of parenting. You don't need a notification that a diaper needs to be changed. But, uh, you know, you can smell it, first of all. The big thing you is... You will know that the diaper needs to be changed. Th- so, to play devil's advocate, because I really do agree. I really do agree. Like, you know, listen, you have to... I. That is your child. My, you have to take care of My siblings kid. were so much younger than me that I had to change their diapers. And yes. it's a friggin' nightmare. So yeah. everybody has to do it. You have to figure out how to check. And my mom would just cram her finger in the, you know, side of the diaper. Yeah. And go, oh, yeah, there's poop on it now. And I got to change his kid. Yeah. Which is just very motherly, right? Of course. So, just... I don't know. I, 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 everybody should have to deal with that, right? But if you got somebody watching your kid and you get the alert that they that your kid pooped, and then you know they don't change it forever, 
then you know that and things like but i mean now we're getting to just get a nanny can i don't know yeah no this is a bad idea it really no nope, it really no nope, moving nope. right along i don't know we don't have kids i don't even know why we're worried about it so there's that because it's just a sign of where we're going you know where we rely so much on technology for everything that we do and I get that it's good in so many ways, but it's also really terrible. It we is. don't need it for that. Figure out how to make poop not smell. You know, then you can put that technology in diapers. That's you're you're missing the mark there, I think. <laughs> I guess. But that's the other. If it's if it's expensive, if diapers are even more expensive now, like why even bother? That and then you've got that what microchip, whatever. Lithium you, battery and such. Yeah. So what do you, do you put that on the next paper diaper that you have? No, they, you know, it's got to be disposable or some yeah. junk. I, kid's I, got a battery pack now. I know. This is awful. What's he got in his head? Oh, that's the battery pack for his e-diaper. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is where we are. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of poop, uh, Cracker Barrel has a promotion going on right now. <laughs> Uh, nice segue. What are we talking about here? If uh, if you want to propose this Valentine's, you know anybody wants to propose, do it at Cracker Barrel, film it, send it to them, and you could win free food for apparently a year. That's it? Well, it's $2,000. A $2,000 gift card. Because they say the average price for two people at Cracker Barrel is about 35 bucks. Okay. So you want to you want two thousand dollars? Go propose. Hey, Craig. I mean, we could just do it. They wouldn't know. I'm sure someone would do some digging. Hell, there's beforehand. a cracker barrel right up the road. No, I'm not on board with this. See if we can get it. Not as much as I'm not on board with the e diapers, but I'm still not on board with this either. <laughs> just no. So uh, you have to include a caption that explains why you decided to propose a Cracker Barrel. Because you wanted a year's worth of free food. Gotta love that chicken fried chicken. <laughs> That's right. They're going to select five winning couples. Each will get the $2,000 gift card. Uh, it's enough for you and the fiancé to have one free meal at, crack, meal at Cracker Barrel every week for a year. No, you'd get so sick of the place. No. I imagine. Is it transferable? Here, use my Cracker Barrel card. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gold member. Uh, the promotion is poop, not so much Cracker Barrel. Although, it's oh, all dumb. frozen and reheated. And I don't know. Stuff Last like time that. I was there, I was happy with my meal. Local. Local restaurants, folks. Yeah. Local restaurants. Wherever yeah. you are, find something local. Food truck, all of that. Hashtag shop local. That's Otherwise, right. Brando will yell at you. That's right. Speaking of Brando. What's he up to? Uh, we got a, his answer to our homework of the of the week that I posted this morning. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When did you post it? This afternoon. Oh, okay. This afternoon. Uh, I posted it at like noon Eastern time. Ah. That's when I figured out that I hadn't yet. My bad. I'm getting better. No, you're not. <laughs> Listen, once or twice, uh, this I can put a season. I don't even know. Once or twice for this podcast, I did it about five minutes before the show. So. <laughs> before we recorded, I should say. So, uh, you know, I'm giving 1% less worse. That's. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's true. That's what I'll <laughs> take it. Yeah. 1% less worse. All right. Let's see here. 
All right, so what did Brando say, and what was our topic? Uh, I'm going to say Brando's for a minute. Snowman said adaptability and ability to manage stress. I think he misread it as, like, this isn't a job application. <laughs> like, we're, we're complaining about that. So uh, the topic, of course, I'm realizing I didn't say anything. There you go, yeah. You just let me ramble. We're not going to say anything. I love <laughs> I just, it. Thanks. You know. uh, if you don't know, what's your old person trait? That's what we're talking about. And it's basically like a complaint about modern day issues. First Luke's world problems. old person trait is that he can't get the Facebook topic up until five minutes beforehand. Yeah. And see, I didn't mean it as like a handicap. It's not. <laughs> not that I did that. It's also not a job interview snowman. You just let me blew that joke for me. So, you know, I put up the whole examples of uh, that we gave last week. Yes. So I guess to, to recap, <laughs> uh, my old person trait from this one person says, uh, I think a website should work in a web browser and not have to open on an app. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. For real. Uh, this one says, I think that when I purchase a product, it should be complete and functional and I should actually own it. That makes me think of downloading video games now where it's like they could just delete that anytime they wanted to. Yeah. That's true. And then uh, I think I should be able to talk to an actual person in order to resolve issues with my bills without waiting on hold for 30 plus minutes. Ooh, we ranted and raved about that one last week. We did very, very, yeah. very much. So uh, Tina says, I know I, I mentioned Snowman too, but uh, Tina says still writing in cursive. Ah, okay. And so that's her. She says she's still writing in person. I asked her if she complains that other people don't or don't know how. And she says, no, but I still write in cursive myself. Okay. I do um, when I need to write fast because you can write a lot faster in cursive. Um, so I'll do that. But mo mainly for notes for myself because I know nobody can read my cursive. So that. So I stopped writing in cursive as soon as possible. Hmm. And now, before I even started, I wanted to learn how. I learned how. I know how. But I always thought that it took me longer because I was thinking about, you know, the differences in the letters and how to make sure I can do the right and all of that stuff. And now I write in a jumbled, you know, some letters are capitalized, some aren't, some are connected like as if they were cursive, but they're not okay. cursive letters. Yep. So, you know, go Tina. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Snowman says he cares more about checking his mailbox than his email. Okay. Yeah. You're one of those, huh, Snowman? When you win a prize, I can't get a hold of you because you won't check your email. I'm not going to. No comment. We, I have a, a couple of local listeners here in Wilmington where it's just either they won't give us an email, give us the wrong email, or just like, yeah, I don't check it. I check my email when I'm waiting for a response to something. Other than that, I check it like once a week. And then all of a sudden, like, I have an email on Monday that I didn't get back to somebody. And I'm like, oh, shoot, this is important. I'm not big on checking my email either. I got I it. don't like to. It became a habit to check it every day when we first moved to Wilmington. And we were, you know, getting jobs and stuff like that. Because yeah. Because I was communicating through email a lot. I'll, so, again, I'll check when I'm looking for something. After that, there's just so much spam. That led to it. it. That led to the habit of clicking on the icon because I was doing it three or four times a day. Yeah. Yeah, I just... And then from there, my you know, my job now, I have two emails, two email accounts that I watch constantly and yeah. all of that. So it's just, it's now... But check your damn email, Snowman. It's okay, Twice Snowman. Twice a week. No, it's fine. Twice a week. It's fine. 
But then he also says, if uh, I call you and you don't answer, I will leave a voicemail. Good. <laughs> That's a good one. That is yes. a good one. Yes. Oh, my goodness. How much it just drives me nuts when someone either doesn't leave a voicemail or they call and they'll leave a message, but just be like, hey, it's so-and-so. Call me back at this. Like, what did you want? First of all, I'm not going into this blindly and calling you back. Yeah, like, yeah I know it. Tell me why, <laughs> and like then that. I'll call you and, back. And I'm glad you admit it, too, because that's you know how a lot of people feel. Like, no, I'm not going to the, What do you want? Yeah. Which is why a lot of people will let you leave a message first. I mean, if you, as long as you leave me a message, if you know, you can leave a voicemail or text me. But don't just, like, keep calling and hanging up or expect me to call you back blindly, like you say. Because no. 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 And uh, so Snowman says, uh, yeah, basically the same thing. If if you don't if you don't leave a uh, voicemail or send me a text, I'm not calling you back to find out what you wanted either. Right. There you go. And then Brando says he he thinks we'll hate this. He says he prefers a phone call over a text message. Mine depends on the situation, honestly. It really does. Because a lot of times, like, again, depends on the situation. If I am going to have a long chat with one of my friends and we're going to be on the phone for like an hour or two, I'd love to call and chat. And that way I can be doing other things, cleaning or, or whatnot while I'm yeah, on the phone. I'm with you. Compared to sending a book of a text message back and forth. Yeah. Or like if you're trying to set up plans, call. Call because I am not texting oh, back and forth of trying like, to coordinate. you know, yeah. Does this time work for you? No, it doesn't. Well, how about this day? Well, that day doesn't work for me. Can we do this? And it's like if we would have just done this on the phone, we would have had the answer in five minutes compared oh, yeah. to 15 days. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. I, yes. There's a couple of times there that, you know, I have a couple of friends that I'll have text conversations with. Yeah. It's like, man, just call me. This is a call-worthy conversation we're having. Yeah. It's okay. Give me a call. I'm not even going to get into the whole FaceTime thing. I was reading this uh, list of uh, internet etiquette rules that people have. I guess I think it was BuzzFeed or some junk like that. But one of them was don't FaceTime or video chat without the heads up first or, or you know, getting permission or communicating it first. And it's like, man, I wouldn't mind getting to the whole just video chat everybody. Yeah. You know, just call. Anyway, that is beside the point. Uh, Brando also <laughs> says he misses T9 over what uh, what we used to, for t- uh, oh, the texting. Oh, for texting. I forget yeah, what, what T9 real... was. It's... I never used it. No? We're like you'd have to hit... Um, wait, no, hang on, hang on. Let me pull up my <laughs> phone. Up the... Oh, wait, I can do it right here. Okay, um, so, like, you'd have to hit the three twice to get to the E. And then to get to the Y, you would have to hit the nine three times to get to Y. Wow. Does that make sense? I guess. It just Yeah, it's the, seems... the letters on the numbers. Yeah, okay, I dig yeah. it. Yeah, it just seems like, why not just type that letter? It would be so much faster. I I don't know, because we got fast at doing that. You know, if you text it a lot, and then, the you know, you're only using nine keys, so it's, I don't know, it worked. I dig the uh, the QWERTY keyboard. Yeah, just having a full keyboard, that's my preference. All right. That's my old people. Don't take it away from me. Oh, there, okay, there. yeah. Uh, one more from Brando. He says the last one is he drives a stick and always has since he learned to drive. He says automatics are boring, and I hate to drive them. All Good right. on you, Brando. Yeah. I do not know how to drive a stick. Something I want to learn, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. 
but I feel like I'd be really bad at it. And this is one of, one so of those situations. So I need situations. to do it on like a card that's like a beater card that's okay when I kill the transmission. In For it. real. Yeah. It's one of those situations where it's like, oh, I'll teach it. But I don't think we know anybody with a standard transmission vehicle. That's terrible. You know, like, again, has to be a beater car. I'm not going to ruin someone's transmission in a nice car that's a stick. It just it just can't. Well, I will be looking for a, uh, a beach rat soon, so we'll see. See if it's a... Yeah, okay, go. that works. Um, old people traits. We all know mine. I don't trust technology. At all. No. Oh, uh, Roomba drone? No. 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 A flying E-diaper? Roomba? No. <laughs> E-diaper? Uh, That's wrong on so many yeah, other levels. Yeah, no for very, very many, many reasons. Um, I still like paper copies of everything. Like, I know it's just such a waste. But, man, paper copies. I'm here for that. Paper copies of just every, like, what do you want, your pay stubs? and? Yeah, I like having that stuff. Like, I know I don't need it, but I like it. I like it's a, a security thing, right? Because I it, guess. you know, like, what if the internet goes down and you can't? That's right. And I have everything I need right here. Yeah, but yes. if the internet goes down, you ain't getting through a line at any place that's going to need to read those anyway. Ah, uh, that is true. But I still like paper copies. <laughs> I really do. Right. Um, also, I need help setting up like TVs, electronics. The Wi-Fi goes down. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm not really good with <laughs> that kind of stuff. That's great. That's that's all true. It's really bad. Like, how many times? Remember I couldn't get the um, remote to work for the PlayStation and the TV? I think I had to text you. Or was it I couldn't turn off the PlayStation? It was something really stupid. Yeah. And I'm just like... I don't know what I'm supposed to do because I can't get this to work. And I, and listen, I am not somebody to just go, I don't know what to do. Like, I tried to problem solve first. I pushed many, many buttons <laughs> and was not getting anywhere and going, okay, now I don't know what to do. Now I am lost. Uh, I know when uh, I had to teach you how to screencast, you were watching a video on your phone in the yes. living room by yourself. And I'm like, why are you not? We're not watching that on the big TV. Which that screencast thing is about. amazing. <laughs> I can't believe I never. I I am really bad with technology. That's probably a big part of why I don't trust it and I don't like it is because I don't understand it. And I'm so far behind the times already, you know. But yeah, screencasting, whatever, like that's awesome. Whoever decided... <laughs> To make that happen, kudos to them. So you, uh, yeah, definitely the technology. That's a really good one for you. Anything more? No, that's all the brutal, honest answers I want to give. All the beating you want to take? Yeah, yeah, because um, I feel like that's bad enough. So I have just a couple. I, you know, I, scrolling through anything nowadays, you get these lists of all this stuff, and so fan theories are something that's just driving me crazy. Not a fan. I am not a fan of fan theories. You know, when they first started, it was like, oh, uh, the dark fan theory behind, I forget what it was, like in in something old, oh, Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, where where all the kids are already dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. So there's there's another one, too. It doesn't even matter. But now there's a fan theory for everything. I mean, there's a fan theory for all the Marvel stuff and all this other. And it's like, 
I don't need the fans theory. You know whose theory I want? The friggin' writers. Yeah. The person who is going to write the movie or comic book or TV, whatever. That's the theory that... Of, that know, matters. That's, yes. Yeah. The one that matters. Thank you. I get all worked, you know? I can tell. Um, so I'm just going to move right on from that. I am uh, so nervous to do the face ID thing for my phone. Why? So first of all, I don't care about using it for my phone. I want to do it because we got the new car and we've got the app for the new car. So you can start the car in the morning and, and check and make sure how much gas you have. You can make sure it's locked. If yeah. you forget to lock the doors, you can send that. So it's cool, except for to log in. It's like your email and a 9,000 letter and, you know, 11,000 special character password. Yeah. It's just every morning. It's like eight minutes to log into the damn thing and get it connected and, and turn the car on in our very, very cold 40 degrees in North Carolina. Listen, it was chilly. I don't care. Well, you know, it's got those heated seats. I love getting those all cranked up before yes. you get in. Man, that's nice. Yes. So uh, it, if I wanted to change the security password with this thing, I mean, if I had an Apple Watch, I could do it by hitting a button on the Apple Watch and log in or something like that. Yeah. But it won't let me like use even my lock screen code or anything like that. I have to use Face ID. And why don't you want to do that? I just can't just can't pull the trigger i just can't do it i don't why? know i don't know why there's nothing to be oh no the government's gonna have my face yeah have you ever heard of a driver's license like there's no real reason to be worried about that at all i feel like my old people traits at least make sense that doesn't make any sense it doesn't at all right and it doesn't make sense well, for you you know like you are okay with technology right you're fine with that I just, stuff i started doing it today and was just like uh no I'm going to just do it for you. Put it down. Yeah. Hey, cheese. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to take your picture real quick. Well, then, that's uh, how you have to get into everything now. And then the the last one is is uh, I just I just don't like tablets. I just don't. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. I have um, an iPad Pro that I use regularly. Yeah. And for work. And it's fine. But I just don't like tablets. And, you know, yes, I, I understand. You get the cases with the keyboards. You can get a Bluetooth keyboard. I mean, the keyboard we use for our regular P uh, PC, I could connect to, you know. Yeah. But I, why? Just give me a laptop. Like, a, you know, cool that they, I'm not saying we shouldn't have tablets because some people love them and they work for a lot of really good things. But I just don't like them at all. Okay. I think they're stupid and I just want a, a laptop the way that they're supposed to be and you know i'm getting ready to get a new laptop soon so all of the you know shopping and stuff is like oh hey buy this tablet instead yeah and this yeah. laptop you know what it does turns into a tablet i don't most care. of them do yes like, but you don't want any of that you just want a regular laptop no yes exactly i agree i don't want any of that i i do want you know just a regular laptop which is just and it's just the how it's shifting the options are where there's not a lot of regular kind of laptops out there it's nuts yeah well i think that's the biggest thing too with how things are changing is like you can't stay stuck in your ways uh, yeah you can't and don't do it i feel well i feel like you actually aren't even getting the option to <laughs> stay be stuck in your ways good point because again it's getting to the point where, like, your laptop, that's not an option. It's a tablet or the laptop that turns into a tablet, you know? Like, I feel as, 
you know, our generation gets older, these opportunities to be stuck in our ways about things, about me not trusting technology and all that, you don't have a choice. That, that, You're yeah. going to be pushed into the future Those, whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's, uh, that is an excellent point. So, so we better get way. used to it now while I mean, we can. I, you know, I, am used, I use the tablet almost every day. So it's whatever. It's just every time I use it, I'm like, man, this would be a hell of a lot cooler if it was a laptop. Yeah. It just would. So uh, there we go. That is that is our old person traits. Basically, modern day first world complaints. However you oh, want to yeah. look at it. We just yeah, like putting it, putting it that way. Old person traits. So, it just uh, sounds better. And and for our next topic, which I'm... More homework. I am going to put this one up sooner. I, I should put it in my planner here. I wonder if that will help us. Maybe. But I don't look at my planner all the time like I should. The Sometimes reason, I go like days without looking at it. The reason I remember today is I put my uh, I put it in my to-do list for the day <laughs> at work. So I remembered. Yeah. So hopefully I remember to get this one up by Wednesday. Give myself a deadline. Is our I'll memory really that bad? Speak it into existence. We'll see. Wednesday, yeah. hopefully, I'll put this one up. But right now, and if you uh, can't wait, you can always direct message us. And if you know our phone numbers. Sure, why not? You know, send it that way. Yeah. Uh, what is the one thing you would treat yourself to all the time if money was no object? On the regular. If oh money my was gosh. no object. That's easy. That's so easy. I think I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? Should we save this to next week? No, what do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say massages. <laughs> I am. I would say massages. But one other thing, too. We could so win the dating game. Or I whatever, not. You know, one but of those things. Newlyweds? Sure. Is, it, is that the name of the game? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. There's one of each. <laughs> um, there's one other thing, though, that I would add to that list. Are you going to save that one for next week, or you want to get that out now? I, mm, I'll save that for next week. All right. You can right. have 50% of my answer. The, uh, the massages. Uh, does being just doused in chocolate syrup count? <laughs> That's what I would do all the time. Um, what are you doing right now? Uh, I'll call chocolate you bath. <laughs> That's right. Jazz bath. Oh, my God. Chocolate bath. Yep. Um, I'm sure you could do that, but... Also, you better include the maid that's got to clean the tub afterwards. About just scrambled eggs in 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me a second for that one. Just not a bath of them either. Just three of them. No, just no. Three, just three, three scrambled eggs, please. I can't afford Every that. Every single Sorry. day. No. One thing you treat yourself to regularly if money was no object. I, you know, I'm going to get the post up on the Facebook. You can let us know there. Um, Hopefully by the time you get home and out your car, it's up there. Hopefully. Because I know a lot of people listen in the vehicle. So there you go. Uh, looking forward to seeing those answers and what fun stuff we come up with between now and next episode. Definitely looking forward to reading those. Yeah. And that uh, that does it. That brings us to the big one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that opening. I have to pretend that I just heard it. That's all right, because he puts you know, it in post-production. Everybody else just heard it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what it sounds like. <laughs> but if you listen closely, the music changed. So That's right. That too. If you're listening that closely. That too. All yeah. right. Uh, we <laughs> Let's go as hard goofy as we can as we go into Rain Man. Yeah, so 
We were actually going to watch The Green Mile. Yeah. It is, it, you, you know, it's drama time. We've done comedies and then uh, we determined. I like to mix it action. up and depending on how I'm feeling. We were due. Yeah. Of course I would do another comedy because I think that's like my favorite genre. But you can't do 18 comedies in a row. That's just not how this works. For sure. So uh, here is Naomi's Under a Rock review of Rain Man. Yeah. So, um, wasn't sure what was going on in the beginning of the movie, you know, with Tom Cruise and two other people yelling on the phone and they're, uh, angry saying basically they're over their heads with these cars or they're in over their heads with these cars. Um, wasn't sure if they're just like really pushy salespeople or if something actually went wrong, like a deal fell through and then, you know, gets into like EPA and. So, in other words, you focused way too much on the first three minutes of the movie. Yeah, because I thought that it was key a key piece to the story, you know? Oh, well, good on you. And I mean, it came up a little bit afterwards, but was not needed information. Uh, but, yes, I paid way too much attention to that. <laughs> uh, first thing I noticed, uh, Tom Cruise, what's his name, Charlie? Um, Charlie Babbitt. Seems a little bit like a jerk. Yeah. So Susanna, his girlfriend, wants to talk on their trip to Palm Springs. And he gets all irritated. Fine, we'll talk. What do you want to talk about? And he's just, he's mean. Yeah. You know? Then after the funeral, um, when they're talking about his dad, he's yelling like his dad was so mean to him for not letting him drive that classic car when he was 16. Yeah. He was 16. A pretty stupid mistake to make for a 16-year-old, right? You, yes. Yeah. 16-year-olds are stupid. <laughs> Believe me, I was 16 once. I know. And you're going to drive a classic car, and your dad's not going to let you drive a classic car, so you're going to get mad about it and then steal the car and then get mad because your dad made you sit in jail because of it. You kind of deserved it. Yeah, maybe. But then acting like, you know, I mean, like, that's what ruined their relationship yeah is he cut off ties with his dad because he was a jerk and stole the car okay (laughs) pretty much uh but anyways he's yelling at Susanna and then like telling her to put the pictures down of him and his father and just i don't know he always seems to have a lot of anger seems to be in his head about things a lot all that um the reading of the will scene oh yeah that was a little rough um it, that just a bummer, you know. You got rose bushes and a car, <laughs> but at the same time, his dad left him the toast, two most prized possessions that he had: right, the car and the rose bushes. And I get that he's all mad because he didn't get three million dollars, you know, the house, the estate, all that kind of stuff. But he got the most prized possessions, and you didn't talk to your dad for like fifteen years. Yeah. You're the one who cut him out of your life. Anyway, um, some great writing, some great acting, I thought, throughout the movie. Um, there were multiple times where I actually stopped and wrote just about the writing or the acting or the combination of the both. Um, like when he finds out that the guy is his brother at Walbrook and he's yelling at the doctor, why didn't anyone tell me? And the doctor's like, what would you have done? Yeah. And then there's like that pause, like he's legit thinking about what he would have done. And he just goes, 
I don't know. Because he's such a jerk, he probably wouldn't have, you know, visited Noth- him or yes, done anything anyway. Nothing would have changed if he had known that he had a brother or not. Um, which is what a lot of people would have done in that situation, I think. Um, it was just the scene itself was well done. There was a lot of good, just good scenes. Where, again, the writing and the acting it's a just... a great movie. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, I left a note here. I see the 80s music is still alive and well. Oh, yeah, 1988, I believe Rain Man was. Maybe 89, but it's definitely towards the end of the uh, decade, but still just pumping that synthesizers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, we got the 80s music playing after they basically kidnapped... Charlie's brother, Raymond. Um, I love how much Raymond is so interested in everything around him. Um, they're driving over the bridge, and he's looking down at the road, and the you know where they go over the bridge, and it's like the car hitting the grates and all that, making yeah. that noise. Uh, and then he's looking up at the trusses, yeah, sure. whatever on the bridge. I don't know what they're called. I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm why with not? It. Sure. Uh, it was it was kind of cute. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, amazing. Prefer- I don't know if he won awards for that or what. But I hope he did because critically acclaimed, he did as great. They say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sex scene that was hilarious. Oh, I know it. Um, you know, Susanna <laughs> in the mood, moaning, all that, and then he's mimicking her sounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And, and then, then he's sitting at the end of the sounds. bed. Yeah, yes. he just sits, sits down. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. While they're finishing up and everything. Oh my goodness. That was funny. He just They should have left the TV on for him. Everything would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, the fight scene that they have was a little rough but true. Um, Susanna is right. You know, Charlie just basically uses everyone. Sure. He's kind of a jerk. He's a bad man. Yeah. And now he's, you know, he kidnapped his brother, wants to get custody over his brother just so he can get the $3 million, million dollars oh, yeah. that was left you know, by their father. He's your your typical yuppie. You yeah. know, full-on 80s yuppie. It's just... <sighs> and Tom Cruise totally made his career from playing those 80s yuppie characters, too. It's so funny. It, but he did it well. Yeah, he did. You know? He really it did. It was believable. It. I thought he was a jerk the whole time. I've never been so mad at Tom Cruise, I don't <laughs> think. Um, but, yeah, you know, Charlie's just using everyone. He acts like a kid. He really doesn't think things through. He kidnapped his brother, <laughs> is going to get custody over this guy, get his $3 million. Then what? What are you going to yeah, do after that? Yeah. You know? you got to think of something. For real. But, no, he doesn't think about those things. Uh, again, some really good acting because I believed it. I believed it in the scene. I believed, you know, when Susanna and Charlie are fighting – you know, she's so mad. She gets out of the bathtub. She's soaking wet, and she puts a shirt on. Yep. Like, oh, that drove she you was right nuts, right? It did, but she was oh. just, like, so mad and done and over it. She's like, I'm out of here. See ya. Goodbye. Um. All right. So now it's, you know, Charlie and Raymond figuring things out. Uh, we get to the toothpick scene. <laughs> the toothpicks fall on the floor. The waitress dropped a box of toothpicks, yep. and... Raymond knows how many toothpicks are on the floor. 246. Yeah, because there's four left in the box. Yep. Um, it was just so awesome to finally see that because of how many times that's been done. 
well and really bad yeah. in other things. Oh, yeah, really poorly a whole bunch of times, you know, and I mean, just how many you've just heard that a thousand times. Yes, absolutely. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I did put a note, too, about uh, the amount of payphone scenes. Man, Charlie would have saved some time if he had a times cell phone huh? and it was the 2000s. Yeah. Yes. How many times they have to stop when they're on the road? First of all, for him to use a phone. Second of all, because, you know, Raymond's got to watch a TV show or it's raining and they can't leave. 14 minutes to Wapner. I, it's just so well done. It was great. Um, left another note here about him being so mean to his brother. Like when, when Raymond doesn't want to get on the plane in that scene when they're leaving, what, Cincinnati? Yes. Right? Um, and they're trying to get back to Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and Charlie doesn't think about it. Doesn't think, you know, doesn't, he doesn't, he only thinks about himself. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. And then, you know, Raymond doesn't want to get on the plane. He's scared. Plane crashes. All that kind of stuff. And instead of Charlie being sympathetic, this is your brother, anything like that, he's basically trying to drag this guy on the plane. <laughs> You know, and then, of course, Raymond is starts yelling and, and all of that causing a scene. And uh, and Charlie's just mad. Like, okay, fine. You know, I guess this is what we're doing. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well that's exactly what you're going to have to do. Um, especially all the stuff about messing up his routine. I mean, when he kid before he kidnapped his brother, they told him, you know, he has a routine. He watches certain shows at certain times. He does certain things a certain way. He has a routine. And you completely disrupted that. And then you get mad at him for being upset that you disrupted his routine. Um, again, very believable movie. I've got so invested into this movie that it was hard for me to, you know, pause it and take notes. I just wanted to watch it and enjoy it. Um which, like, I, I notice as I'm, you know, going through my notes here that I'm not really talking about the storyline and what's going on. Um, you know, I was kind of missing pieces of where it's like, oh, yeah, they were taking the plane to Los Angeles. They were in Cincinnati because he went out there and saw his brother and all that after the funeral. Um, it was just I was so invested into the movie. Um, so anyways, back on track with the notes. Uh, I love the math genius stuff. Yeah. So. When he brings him to the doctor in the little podunk town. Yeah. And the doctor has to explain basically the autistic traits to him. Yeah. They used to call it uh, idiot savants. Now they, it's called autistic savant. Yeah. But like that scene is just so well done. Like he's multiplying all these numbers and is he knows all the answers in his head. And I think that gave him some credibility with his brother, which yeah. kind of made him understand that, like, look, he's smart. He's just different. Or, you know, look, I maybe gave him some human characteristics because I feel like Charlie well, humanized was... humanized him to Charlie, the doctor yes. did. Yeah, for sure. Yes, really which was him, needed. Really helped him see past the, you know, the hollering and, and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah, because that's the reason why he took him to this... Well, he was looking for a psychiatrist in this small town and couldn't find one, but took him to this doctor because of that. Because he's like, because he couldn't handle the situation of why his brother would yell and 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 kind of shut down on him. 
Um, so another great phone booth scene. <laughs> That's a joke to Terminator 2 <laughs> from our last Under Iraq review. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved the phone booth scene. So they're pulling off to the <laughs> side of the road, in the middle of nowhere. Any phone booth you can find. That's how you did it in the 80s. Yeah, but this time, because Charlie has a habit of wandering off uh, and all that. Raymond. He- Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Raymond has a habit of wandering off and all that. Raymond was in the phone booth with Charlie. Yeah, great phone booth scene. Back-to-back weeks with a good phone booth scene. Nice call. Yeah, it was so chaotic. It was so chaotic. He starts taking the backpack off because he thinks it's too it's too big to have in, you know, in there. And then the fart and everything like that. And Raymond is is talking and he's, you know, just... He, just talking and mumbling and saying things and charlie is trying to talk back to him but also talk on the phone um it was just again so chaotic um and imagine that you know there's nobody on the other end of that phone for real that acting is stupid good it was it really was he's trying to hold two (laughs) different conversations and and it just it is a good scene good call yeah good call nice pull i like that and it i really started to like their dynamic yeah, the way it was written. I well, I that still, unfolds, you know, as the movie continues. That 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 dynamic does change. And but I am still very mad at Charlie because he is very self-centered and he's a jerk and he treats his brother so badly. So I'm still mad about that. Um, so then, you know, it's it's a lot of scenes of them being on the road as they're traveling to Los Angeles. Um, Stopping at roadside motels. Yeah, just a big. Uh, would you call that culture shock? Time shock. Yeah. Just, you know. How things have changed. Payphones and, and, and roadside motels. Not only that, they, you know, they end up at one and it's raining and Raymond doesn't go out in I the rain. Oh. And, you know, Charlie's all mad. And it's just like, again, these are his rules. This is his routine. You kidnapped him. You have to deal with this. I'm sorry, but the, those are the rules that's now. Right. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, and then, you know, they're at the, they're at the one roadside motel place when he finds out that Raymond is Rain Man. When he was talking earlier um, after his father passed away, he was talking to Susanna about Rain Man being like in... He thought it was his uh, imaginary imaginary friend. friend. Yes. And then he finds out, no, it was actually his brother and his brother used to sing to him. Um, And it just completely blows his mind. And it's a really cute scene and it's you know kind of emotional and all that and um again i i love when the movie finally name drops its its title you know oh rain man all right (laughs) i do if they do it right sometimes it's sometimes it's really bad but i loved that that is a fantastic scene that that reveal scene is just so good yeah absolutely um little while after that you know they they go to the laundromat and um, Raymond's watching the clothes in the laundromat instead of this little TV that was bought for him so he could watch his shows while they were on the road and they didn't have to stop at a motel at 3 o'clock every day and um, whatever time the rest of the shows were. Uh, but they're, they're in a laundromat. And before they got there, they were showing scenes of like the highway and all that. And... I was like, looks like New Mexico. Yeah. And sure enough, they show the outside of um, the laundromat, and it's Zia coin-operated laundry. Zia. 
Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, they have to be I in remember, New Mexico. Yeah, we were watching that go. Oh look, oh yep, that that yep, that's New Mexico for sure. Chicum Carry yep. is where they were, and I thought that was really cool. I was like, hey, you know, that's right awesome. On. And then somehow they end up in Vegas. Yeah, he took a really really strange path across the United States. If you uh, look at a map and judge where they were, where they said they had been, and where they ended up, yes. And all that. Hey, anyway, but we're not going to get into hey, that. They stopped in New Mexico. Cool. Cool. Uh, so counting cards in Vegas. So they go to Vegas. Um, first of all, they were like driving through Vegas yes. and then decided to stop. Not going to get into all the changes of Vegas between the oh, 80s man. and now. Oh, wow. Um, less lights, but still lots of blinky lights. So. <laughs> so anyways, they decide to count cards in Vegas. Makes sense. The guy's good with numbers. Um, I actually thought that this was going to be really bad. Not as bad as, like, all the casino kind of movies well, that you see. you know, now you've seen everything that has perverted that scene and everything that's gone with it. You know, and famously, The Hangover. Yeah. The Hangover took that scene and uh, almost shot for shot remade it. And then they used the song from the opening of Rain Man in that scene. Yeah. You know, the Aiko Aiko, you know, uh, song. But, you know, and then... In The Hangover, all that insanity happens. And just every movie where they're counting cards at some point, like you're going to lose fingers. I mean, yeah, The Simpsons have spoofed it with, like, bad end results. And, I mean, it's, yeah, it has been all over. So I thought, I thought, okay, they're going to get caught. It's going to be bad. Um, But I didn't think anybody's going to, like, lose any fingers or anything. that. Yes. Um, I figured they'd probably lose their money and get thrown out and all that glad that didn't happen um but they do end up getting caught yeah (laughs) guys just like your best bet is to just shut your mouth and leave yeah and i mean take that and run like okay charlie i I know you're okay i just waved at him yeah (laughs) i know you're an idiot charlie and you you know only think of yourself and don't think things through but man don't say anything well, just get he, out of the bottom line guys so there you go <laughs> um <laughs> all right so they win a whole bunch of money they're sitting at the bar and then he leaves raymond at the bar like he constantly leaves him alone in places where it's like by now don't you think you shouldn't <laughs> you would know better at least something would click in and go well, oh this might end poorly if he's not with me yeah no never clicks in uh, and I even wrote, I know this isn't going to end well. Something bad is going to happen. Luckily, it wasn't too bad. Um, the hooker, prostitute, whatever, didn't steal all their money like I thought that was going to happen. She just didn't want to go on a date with Raymond because she thought he was weird. So the scene where, you know, in, in that scene where Tom Cruise, Charlie, walks up and it was like, he doesn't have any money, lady. And she's like, well, let us talk. And, you know. Raymond is going, yeah, 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 have a little chat, you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> Charlie's just like, okay. So, and and this is the thing. So, first of all, Charlie gets up and walks away. And the hooker comes by and sits down. And then Charlie comes back. So, luckily he came back, you know, and was yeah. then in the vicinity <laughs> of what was going on. So that was good, that he at least didn't wander off too far for too long. 
But I I figured he was going to because that's what he's been doing this entire yeah. time. It's a really Leaving funny. Raymond a, fend for himself it's a really funny scene i think it's completely unnecessary in the movie at this point we know that keeps happening you just said it yeah it's just very a very 80s scene oh by the way did you know there's hookers in vegas yeah you know yeah but i mean i feel like it was slightly needed because you know i don't know i i feel like um you know, the whole date thing falls through. He thinks he's going to go on a date with her at 10 o'clock, and she's obviously not interested because he can't read social cues and right. understand what just happened. And then that gives Raymond and Susanna, when she comes to Las, or, yeah, Las Vegas, I was going to say Los Angeles, um, when she comes to Las Vegas to kind of meet up with Charlie and, you know, smooth things over, get back together kind of thing, it gives Susanna and Raymond a chance to have, their moment you know and they slow dance in the elevator and um because it does end a lot better than it could have for sure yeah so i no the scene probably wasn't needed um but i you know added a little bit to the story um but it was <laughs> it was kind of sad that he didn't go on the date and all that um but again, Charlie showed him how to dance, so he got to dance with Susanna in the elevator and share a kiss. And it was wet, you know. <laughs> Did you like it? It was wet. Yeah. Um, which came up later when he's talking to the doctors and all that. Um, so, it, you know, it, it was sad as we're getting towards the end of the movie and everything. Um, they're sitting in that conference room with the doctor and whoever the other guy was. Um, so it's Charlie, Raymond, the doctor, and I don't know if it's just someone... He was like a mediator, but also a doctor-type situation, yeah. Yeah. When well, they were basically just telling Charlie that he's wrong, and he well, was taking it. Well... Because he had to. And the whole thing was just, you know, it, it kind of came into light everything. You know, it helped Charlie understand where Raymond was mentally... Um, to help Charlie understand that he could not basically care for Raymond yeah, um, and all that. But it's just the way it unfolded was, was kind of sad yeah, totally. to be hit in the face with that, you know? Yeah, they, I mean, they beat him over that with like, look, man, sorry. We know that you got close to him. We know you started to pay attention to his routine. We know you think you want to do this. But the thing is, is it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I feel like to just uh, clobbered him with it. I feel like as much as you know, Charlie grew a relationship with his brother, and that meant so much to him. I feel like you could still feel the pull of money there too, where it's just like, yes, this is my brother, but also oh, I'm the sure. money, you I'm know. Sure for, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it's really sad. He um, Raymond doesn't quite understand what's going on when they finally make it to Los Angeles and they're having this meeting because, again, Charlie wants custody of Raymond. And this this court hearing is basically to determine if that's even a possibility, isn't it? Something like, like that's that. the whole point. But at this point, we already know from Raymond's doctor guy who was the friend of the father and all that stuff that it's like, I'm in charge of the money, brother. Like, yeah. You know, so at this point, it's sort of like an ego trip for Charlie at all, which is why the whole scene is like the bummer of the movie. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so they're sitting in that conference room, doctor, whoever the mediator was, all that, asking Raymond all these questions. Um, and it was kind of cute when they're asking about what did you do this week? And he was talking about the travel and, and all of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just some of his, his answers. answers. Were, yeah, counting cards. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a good driver. Yeah. All, all those scenes. Um, but then they were saying, you know, he kept saying yeah to every question. Because that's like, what he does. Do you want to stay with your brother? Yeah. Do you want to go back to Walbrook? Yeah. And they kept going back and forth, and he just kept saying, yeah, where you understand that he doesn't understand. Um, and then the fighting in that scene was awesome because, you know, it had gotten really tense. Obviously, you know, Charlie feels so strongly one way, and the mediator's just trying to explain things to him, and they're both, like talking over each other and then they talk louder over each other like whoever choreographed that scene did such a great job because a lot <laughs> yeah, of fight really scenes good acting. really writing acting it was it was really well done well a lot of fight scenes and it's one of those stupid things that pull me out of movies so fast is because people will end their sentence on a specific word and then the other person will start talking as if they cut them off but no you didn't yeah this was so chaotic where i can't understand <laughs> what one person is saying because i'm hearing what the other person was saying which is what happens when people fight and i think it just gave it that it made it more believable that this was really happening and again i've got so involved with these characters the whole the whole scene uh feels very real with you know him getting just clobbered over the head with the fact that he you know probably is only doing this for his own ego mm -hmm. and you know selfish reasons still even though well look i you know pointed out that he was able to learn something or whatever yeah but that's that is the a tiny part of the whole and he, they still beat him over the head with that so you know the whole thing is it's a total bummer to realize that you know even if they gave him custody, Charlie wouldn't be able to handle no. you, you know, this life and all that stuff. It's just, and it, I mean, that's the thing. He wouldn't have been able to there. Yeah. It was, he was being a dumb kid and not thinking things through that. This is not a good idea. Money aside, even if you got the $3 million, you would not be able to take care of this guy. That's just a thing. Um, great ending to the movie though. You know, it didn't have that happy ending where, um, you know, Charlie gets custody, and somehow they make it work. Well, yeah. it, it had a fairly happy ending, but it just not the fairy tale ending, right? Yeah. Yeah. I liked the ending that they went with, where, you know, Charlie couldn't take care of his brother, and his brother goes back. It's funny that he's taking a train. That is one of the biggest... I don't know, twists without being a twist or the biggest, you know, bleep used to a main character in a movie like ever where it's just like you didn't think of the train, did you, dumb dumb? Yeah. <laughs> so they took the train. Um, and I like that little moment that they have beforehand where Raymond tells a joke. and Yeah, the doctor says, Raymond, you want to get home? Get in your nice, comfortable Kmart clothes? Kmart sucks. I tell him, Ray. So, yeah. Uh, it was it's, cute. It's a good, happy ending. You know, it ends well. He, Charlie has grown. Raymond is going to be safe and well cared for and all of that stuff. But I, the way you said it, and it wasn't a fairy tale ending because it wasn't. 
And I like that yeah. because I hate when it's a fairy tale ending and it's something so dumb where it's just like, no, that's a bad idea. That's going <laughs> to blow up in your face three months from now. Uh, so, yeah, that's my review. Hopefully I went over the storyline well enough. Again, I feel like I, um, again, got so involved in the characters and all that. Like, I'm not writing these notes as to tell you about the movie. I'm hoping that you have already seen the movie because otherwise it's not going to make a lot of sense, I guess. All right. So that's it for your notes? That's it. Are you ready that's for it. your review questions? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we already know the answer. Did you like it? I did, a lot. All right. Uh, what did you know about Rain Man going in? Uh, the m- scene from Miss Congeniality where Sandra Bullock stutters and goes, de- de- definitely not, not Rain Man. Okay. That's all I knew. That's it. And maybe the toothpicks? Or just no? I don't know if I knew that was from Rain Man. Okay. I just knew that was a scene in an important movie. Uh, your thoughts going into Rain Man? Mm, I figured it'd be kind of slow, kind of, um, you know, it's a, it's a drama about an autistic guy. Like, that's all I knew. I didn't know that, like, the characters are going to be our brothers in the movie or anything like that. I just knew Rain Man was autistic. All right. So. What surprised you? Um, probably how much um, I was invested in this movie. Um, so how much you liked it? Yeah, um, but like really, really invested in the characters. Like there wasn't a lot of times where it was like, oh, shoot, yeah, I'm watching a movie. You know, a lot of things can pull me out of movies real fast. Most of the time I don't mention them. Sometimes I mention things like keys and all that. <laughs> love, um, it, love it. Or bad scenery. That's the Terminator 2 review, and the scenery one is Gremlins if you uh – if you yes. haven't heard those. Um, but a lot didn't pull me away from this movie. Uh, it, it was just a great story. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, honestly. Uh, would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger? Uh, probably less. I feel like I'd probably um, not be able to relate as much, especially Tom Cruise being so dumb. Yeah. You know, because I would be a dumb kid, too, and be like, I don't understand why everyone's against him. that's great yeah uh let's see what was your favorite part um favorite part so there would there would be quite a few phone booth scene is definitely up there because it is just so chaotic it is um that's a good one i like the pancake scene towards the end of the movie when they stop and get pancakes and um, Charlie's naming off the different kinds of pancakes they have and asking Raymond what he wants. And he goes, pancakes. And he just keeps saying pancakes. And they're like, okay, we'll get you pancakes. And then um, Raymond's upset again because the maple syrup needs to be out on the table. And Charlie just kind of pushes over like, hey, look, the maple syrup is here. Because earlier in the movie, they're at the restaurant and he wants pancakes and there's no maple syrup on the table. And the maple syrup has to be on the table. Well, it doesn't make sense to him. How do you have syrup on pancakes if the syrup's not there when the pancakes arrive? That's right. It just that's, it blows his mind. Yeah. So <laughs> that seems really cute. And then, you know, when Charlie's telling him, I, I made a joke. And then he laughs. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it, he does such a goofy laugh. Um, there was quite a few, like, just really, really good scenes. Really good interactions between 
uh, the two brothers. Were, so you like the the, uh, the touching scenes where they're getting along and all that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I, I fell in love with their dynamic. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, your least favorite part, I'm sure we probably have heard about already. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, the, the fight scene um, where Susanna gets up, like, again, it's really well done. She gets out of the tub, whatever, and puts a T-shirt on while she's, not a t-shirt it's like a button-up shirt while she's still wet and it was just like uh that's got to be uncomfortable <laughs> just thinking about putting clothes on when you're sopping wet is is very uncomfortable okay um but also again anytime that charlie was mean or just didn't understand what raymond was doing just so his stupidity his yeah. his yuppiness yeah, yeah meatheadedness. I hated that. All right. Uh, let's see. Would you recommend Rain Man to someone else who hasn't seen it? Yeah, everyone should see it. Good. Would you watch it again? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would. Would you stop and watch it if it's on TV? Um, probably. All right. And are you happy you watched it? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, this was, um, this was another way up there for movies that we've done that stick out that it's just surprising me how much I loved it. Again, I thought it was going to be like a drama, kind of slow story where it's like, yeah, I liked it. It was good, but I loved this movie. Rain Man is a really, really good one. Uh, well, thank you for sitting and watching Rain Man. And yeah. thank you for your review. And thanks everyone for listening to our latest Under a Rock review. That uh, was Naomi's thoughts on her first watch of Rain Man. Pretty I, cool. I really want to know, too, um, other people who have seen, saw Rain Man, if they had the same kind of reaction to seeing that. If they, you know, think it's one of those great movies, too, and, you know. It's an awesome movie. You know, it really helped bring autism into a lot of people. Like, many people hadn't heard of that before. Yeah. It, it pointed, you know, some figures at some sort of abuses that happen to people with special needs and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, it had some some uh, pretty positive effects there, too. Aside from being a really damn good movie about it's relationships a great story. and all of that stuff. So, yeah, definitely. Glad you liked it, for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, the next movie uh, this weekend. Heck, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that will be episode 35. Yeah. And you'll find out pretty much when we do what uh, what movie we're going to review <laughs> for that. right. Yeah. Are you ready for your thought of the day? Thought of the day, thought of the day, it's your thought of the day, thought of the day. Was that a snap I heard in there? I think I snapped at some point. I, yeah, I liked it. Got a little jazzy there. Well, I can't do jazz hands if I'm snapping, so there's a conundrum. Uh, just the snap. The snap you know, works. I don't know. Let me know if you like the snap. All right. It is surprising that orange juice is traditionally a morning drink, considering how inc incompatible it is with toothpaste yeah it is right that's but orange juice is for breakfast and yeah, then brush your teeth after breakfast yeah it's why fine. would you brush your teeth before breakfast well i mean it, it just <laughs> still it is surprising still. though yeah so you know what save it for later mix it with vodka you're good to go there you go Boom. that's fine yes all Call right an orange vod juice cup <laughs> office joke there yep. yes uh, Luke, you're going to leave us with a laugh. I'm going to do my best. Thanks again to Brian for the 100 greatest dad jokes of all time. This one I know we've done before, but I don't care. It is a classic. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? We did do this one before. Go ahead. Ten tickles. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, why are skeletons so calm? I don't know. Because nothing gets under their skin.
Oh, come on. That's very, very weird. Good. Very, very good. Love yeah. them. Love the dad jokes. Uh, love you all for listening to 34 episodes of Luke and Naomi on air. If you have not listened to all 34 episodes of Luke and Naomi on air, you can find them anywhere you find your podcasts. Of course, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, the rest of them coming soon. And, uh, Amazon, of course. Yeah, I still everywhere. I still haven't put the last couple up on YouTube, but no big deal. If you want to listen to or catch up on or re-listen to, the reviews, the Under a Rock reviews, start about uh, episode 25. Nice. If you're uh, looking for the episode list there. Tell your friends. Tell your family. I just told you where to find us. Tell your coworkers. Uh, also, Tell everyone you know. For next episode, that's right. What's one thing you would treat yourself to regularly if money was no object? I'm really excited to hear the answers on that one. Yeah, find yeah. us on, on Facebook. Just put it somewhere on our Facebook page if I don't have it up there in a timely manner. Because we, we want to know we'll your answers. Find it. DM us if you have to. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to episode 34 of Luke and Naomi on air featuring Under a Rock Reviews. That's right. Uh, Have a fantastic week. Have some fun and be excellent to each other. Love Love you. bye. Bye.